Hello, this is Allison Carter, Occupational Therapist with the Milestones Podcast. This is episode 95, and today I wanted to talk about the current prevalence of autism. I have a quick and easy show for you. Before I get more into this, though, let me remind you that you can support this show by doing a couple of different things. One of them is by purchasing CEUs of this show on my website at www.mymidwesttherapy.com. Not only does that help me out, but you also get the benefit of completing some of your license requirements. Look for the yellow Add to Cart buttons under Specific Episodes. You can also help by doing your online shopping using one of the Amazon links on my website. And finally, become a Patreon member and you will receive additional member-only benefits by joining. You can click the Patreon button on my website or just go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and search Milestones Podcast. You have probably heard the statistic this year that 1 in 54 children are diagnosed with autism. This has changed from the previous statistic released in 2018 that said 1 in 59 children are diagnosed with autism. Have you ever wondered where these numbers come from? Well, I have, but I've never really dug into them until now. So it really didn't take that much digging, but I thought I would share this today because I think it's pretty interesting. Now, I don't really need the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, or anyone else to tell me that the prevalence of autism in our society is increasing from year to year. I see it for myself every day. I've seen more and more kids getting diagnosed with autism every year. And I'm sure that you guys have too if you work with kids. But I will say that I appreciate the research in the form of record reviews that has been done to document the increases over time in a somewhat scientific or at least a systematic, pretty consistent way. You can find the links to these reports in the notes for today's show if you want to look at all of the details for yourself. They are also readily available and pretty easy to find on the CDC's website. This year, the CDC looked at two different reports. One report was on eight-year-olds and the other one was on four-year-olds, where in previous years they only had reports on eight-year-olds. The report this year on eight-year-olds is titled Prevalence of Autism Spectrum Disorder Among Children Aged Eight Years from the Autism and Developmental Disabilities Monitoring Network. This is also known as the ADDM Network. To quote the CDC website about this ADDM Network, it is, quote, a group of programs funded by CDC to estimate the number of children with autism spectrum disorder and other developmental disabilities living in different areas of the United States, end quote. In one report, they looked at children who were eight years old at the time in the year of 2016. So these kids were born in 2008. And they lived in one of the 11 states in the ADDM network. In case you're interested to know, because I was, those states that were included are Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Georgia, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, 
New Jersey, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. The ADDM network uses a two-phase process to gather the, the information for the review. The, for, the first one is they review records from medical education and service providers in the community. I'm sorry, medical, comma, education, comma, and service providers in the community. Three different places. If any of these records indicates that a child has an ASD or autism spectrum diagnosis, they will continue to pull additional records from any community source that might have done an evaluation or records on that child. The second phase is to review the records they have gathered for all of the children. They go through the records and determine which of the children have ASD, autism spectrum disorder, either based on their current diagnosis of ASD or by reviewing the records and making a determination based on the DSM-5 criteria. It sounds like they can either discount a current diagnosis if their review of records points to a different diagnosis instead of ASD, or they can assign a diagnosis of ASD to a child for their review, um, just like I said, based on the DSM-5 criteria. I'm actually going to quote the report on this section because I want you to hear how it is actually written. Because I may be taking the information the wrong way, but I don't think so. Let me know if you agree with how I'm interpreting what they said. So I quote from the report. In the second phase, an ADDM network clinician reviews the de-identified compiled record for each child to determine ASD case status. ADDM network clinicians might assign ASD case status if documented evidence satisfies the behavioral criteria for the ASD case definition, or if the child has an established ASD diagnosis. ADDM network clinicians might decide a child who otherwise meets ASD surveillance criteria should not be included as a case because of insufficient or conflicting information or if other conditions better account for the child's symptoms, end quote. Now, the results indicate 18.5 per 1,000 children aged 8 years old in 2016 have ASD which is how they got the number that 1 in 54 children have autism. There was quite a range of the number of kids diagnosed with ASD between the 11 states. The highest was New Jersey with 1 in 32 versus the lowest, which was Colorado, with 1 in 76. Colorado and Missouri were the states with the lowest prevalence. They were also the states that didn't have as much access to the education records for the review. The prevalence continues to be higher among boys than girls in this review. It was 4.3 boys to one girl. I'm kind of disappointed that the records in Missouri weren't available for the review. I work with the Infant and Toddler Program in Missouri and in the 0 to 3 age range, I see a high prevalence of kids already getting diagnosed with autism around the age of 2 or 3 years, just in my own practice. So it makes me wonder how accurate these estimates really are. 
Plus, the review only considers certain regions in each state, um, in each state that is part of the network. So this makes it really difficult to get accurate numbers. For example, in Missouri, the information is coming out of only the St. Louis area. I guess the thing to consider is that they are comparing the same states and areas within those states over time. So it's consistent. It should at least give us some consistent information about how much the diagnosis increases over the years. So far, 2014, 2016, and now 2018 are the years where they have the reviews on eight-year-olds with autism. And I'm guessing, um, well, 2018 is the one that will be reviewed and posted in 2022. We basically have to assume that the findings might be consistent with what is going on in the whole country. At least that is what the CDC is doing and is why we have the 1 in 54 statistic. The other report that came out this year is called Early Identification of Autism Spectrum Disorder Among Children Aged 4 Years, Early Autism and Developmental Disabilities Monitoring Network, Six Sites, United States, 2016. The children in this review were born in 2012, and at the time of the monitoring in 2016, they lived in one of these six states, Arizona, Colorado, Missouri, New Jersey, North Carolina, or Wisconsin. Only six of the 11 states in the ADDM network participated in this review. They use the same two-step process as with the other review with eight-year-olds and the same criteria for considering a diagnosis of autism spectrum disorders. The results of this review indicated the prevalence of ASD in four-year-olds to be one in 64. The male to female ratio was 3.5 to one. So they did find the diagnosis to be more prevalent in boys, which has been consistent. It was reported that 84% of the four-year-olds in this review had their first evaluation at or before the age of 36 months or three years old. More kids had been evaluated for ASD in 2016 than in 2014, which is what we hope to see. More, more evaluations are happening at an early age as time goes on. I think this shows us that people are recognizing the signs of autism earlier and parents are taking their kids in for testing sooner because of this too. But I don't believe that is the only reason we are seeing a higher incidence of ASD diagnoses. My gut feeling on it is that there are truly more kids that have autism now than there were even 20 years ago. Now, not only are we getting better at recognizing and testing for it, but I believe that there is a higher rate of autism going on, probably in the world. Although it seems impossible to be able to figure out what the rate actually is because of all the factors that play into getting a diagnosis. Now, the way that we, which we is the CDC in the U.S., account for the rate increase by keeping track of how old kids are when they are getting tested and receiving diagnoses. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the only reason we are seeing more autism diagnoses is because we are testing for it earlier. 
I just don't think there is any way to separate the two things. One being more people recognizing the signs earlier and taking kids in for evaluations at a younger age. And two, being the actual number of kids who have autism. In other words, we are testing more kids than before and at a younger age. So more kids are potentially being diagnosed because of this. Or they're just being diagnosed by age three rather than age five, six, seven, or whatever. But the other factor is that there may be more kids that have autism than before. And they are also being identified at a younger age at a higher rate than before. Anyway, those are just some things to think about with this. Not that there is anything we can really do about the increase in autism rates as far as I know. I just thought it was interesting how they come up with these numbers every two years. One way or another, I just hope that any family that has a child with autism will be able to find local support systems for both the family and the child. I'm going to end there for today. I forgot to mention earlier that I am starting a YouTube channel for Milestones Podcast. I'm doing um, some videos. I'm really new at doing these, so please cut me some slack if you watch them. I'm still getting them all figured out. I hope you guys have a great new year, and thank you for listening and supporting me during this crazy year. Mm-hmm.